Welcome, MyDearBrother.com and MyDearSister.com. The answer for our faith, we're talking about Jesus heals today. And we're in number 12 of this second part of four-part series. This one's more of a somber one. This is three reasons faithful Christians die before getting healed. I think all of us have known somebody who's, who was doing the work of the ministry. They were faithful. They loved God. And, you know, they caught cancer. They got some kind of brain, you know, a tumor or something. And they died. They were believing they were going to heal. They believed in healing. And they still died. We prayed for them. They still died. Why does that happen? So let me give you possibly three reasons why that happens. We know, first of all, that in so much, Hebrews 9.27, as in so much as appointed men to die once, and after that comes judgment. So we're all given over to die. We don't have to die of sickness or disease. And, oh, and, and, and some people say would, would like to think, well, that minister was in sin, and that's why they died. We shouldn't go there. We shouldn't be Job's friends. Read the book of Job. Job had some nasty friends and given all kinds of reasons why bad things are happening to him. And rather than encourage him and strengthen him, they kind of downed him. So we know that we're given to die. We know we talked about these bodies are cleansed, where these bodies are made holy. These bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. So God, Jesus paid the price for these bodies. These bodies belong to him and not to us. We talked about those things. We know this that the sin is not in these bodies. These bodies are supposed to be a slave to righteousness and not a slave to sin. These bodies are neutral in that area that Jesus has washed these bodies. He says, clean the inside of the cup and, these, and the outside of the cup will also be clean. If you're born again, blood-bought, you know, you have this spirit, a brand new spirit that not sin and that cleanness comes out. You're clean on the inside and begins cleansing your soul and cleansing your body. So let's give three reasons, possible reasons, why faithful. So we're talking about faith to faith, but faithful people die. Um in their sickness and disease, even, even at a young age. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, six, uh, verse 16 through 18. Therefore, we do not lose heart, but through our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. For momentarily, light affliction is producing us for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison, while we look not at the things which are seen, but the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So why... Here's one reason. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Sometimes we lose heart. Sometimes faithful Christians have been through a long battle of disease, a long you know, chemo or radiation, and they just simply lose heart. They don't want to lose heart. They just talked about here that you know we see things temporary but we're seeing things we're seeing things we're seeing i got to go through another radiation treatment i got to go through this again how long am i going to get through this and sometimes we can just lose heart the best of us can lose heart and so some people move on you know to heaven because well we lose heart we're seeing more of what's happening here in the natural which is very easy to do when you got pain when you got very easy to do when you're you know you're puking very easy to do when you got all this trash going on you know we we forget to see the unseen and we only see what can be seen and so we can lose heart one reason why faithful christians move on to heaven before their time in sickness and disease so we're talking about jesus heals and three reasons faithful christians die before before getting healed and i say before getting healed because they're definitely healed now you know in in heaven and especially when they get when our body reconnects with our with our spirit and soul we're going to get a you know healed body, a glorified body. Uh, Philippians chapter 1, verses 21 through 26. A second reason possibly why people do not get, you know, or die before they're healed. 
For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. But if I am to live on, the, uh, on in the flesh, this will mean fruitful labor for me. I do not know which to choose. So Paul is going through something here. He's going, man, should I stay or should I go now? But I am hard pressed from both directions, having a desire to depart and be with Christ. For that is much better, yet to remain on, on in the flesh is much more necessary for your sake. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with you for all your progress and joy in the faith, so that your proud confidence in me may abound in Christ Jesus through my coming to you again. So why do people move on before they're healed? Because they have the desire to depart and be of Christ. They don't want to be here anymore. If you got a cho- chance to go be of Jesus and or, or stay here, why wouldn't you want to go? It kind of astounds me at some people who, who want to live a full life before going. You hear people, I hope Jesus doesn't come back soon because I want to live a full life. Well, what is down here that you possibly you know, think is going to be a better experience than being with, with Jesus for eternity? What is down here that you're not, you know, that's better than that? No, I think I think all of us need to get to the point that we want to, that we want to be of Christ. But the only reason Paul stays is because he wants to help, and that's why we need to stay. That's why we need to live in a life. Live in a life. Jesus says, if you want to be my disciple, then you have to deny yourself, pick up your cross, or take up your cross, follow me, and deny yourself. We need to be living a life for other people. We need to be living a life that benefits other people. And Paul's saying, should I go or should I stay? We don't know what's going on. Maybe he was sick in this instant. There's no reference to that. Maybe he was tired of the persecution. Maybe he was, you know, we don't know, but he's going, I man, I'm hard pressed. Do I do I go or do I stay? Well, some people go. They have desire to be in Christ. I'm going, if I have to stay here sick, you know, and I want to help people and I want to be there for my grandchildren. I want to be there, you know, for all these things. But man, (laughs) I can go be of Christ. They're out of here. They're out of here. Having the desire. So there's, whoo. So some people just, just lose heart. And, and, and usually this is together when you lose heart. I mean, your desire to be of Christ is even, you know, can be stronger. And so they just go. They just go. They may, you know, say they don't want to go. And, and there's a part of them that doesn't want to go because they want to be here for their family. They want to be here for their, you know, for the church. They want to be here to do things for the Lord. But man, the suffering and the pain of sickness and disease can sometimes take a toll on you. And boom, you want to depart. I can't blame you. And let nobody blame you. Ephesians uh, verses two, uh, uh, chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. Another reason, the third reason why... Faithful Christians, sometimes they don't die before getting healed. For by the grace you have been saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is a gift of God and not as a result of works. You know, so that we may boast. Sometimes it's real easy. You know, when you first get saved, you know you're a sinner because you got to know that you're a sinner and a need for a Savior to even get saved. God gives grace um, gives grace to the humble, but resists the proud. And the first time we get grace is, is when we realize that we need a Savior and we're not that Savior. And so God gives you grace, gives me grace, gives you grace. We, we announce that we need a Savior. We announce that we are a sinner and, and we become born again. But, you know, we really don't know how much of a sinner until as we grow close to the Lord. Isaiah, Isaiah was a minister. And then one time he had a vision or and brought it before heaven and you know, brought before the Lord. And he just cries out and says, oh, man, I'm a man of unclean lips. I mean, here's a man who, who you know, who, who was preaching, who was, who was teaching, you know, the word of God. And, and, and all of a sudden he, he just saw how unclean he was, how unworthy he was. 
Paul you know, says, I'm the, the worst of all sinners. I'm the chief of sinners. And it's towards the end of his life. Why that is? Because I can look at you and I can compare ourselves, which Scripture says is foolish. Well, at least I'm not bad as that person. Remember he had that one Pharisee? Well, thank God I'm not like that publican down there. I fast twice a week and, you know, I tie the mint and thank God I'm not like him. It's real easy for us to compare ourselves. But when we get into the holiness of God like Isaiah and, and our righteousness is submitted to his righteousness, oh, man, I'm falling, falling short of the glory you know, when I think falling short, I think of a runner, you know, and uh, going on a marathon or even a sprint and trying to cross that ribbon for somebody else and you just miss it, just short. Somebody else beat you. But man, we're talking about falling short of the glory of God. It's like running in the opposite direction. You know, you missed it by a long shot. But you don't know that when you first get saved. When you first get saved, you may you know you're a sinner, and, and some of you may have known that you're a sinner more than other people. But when you draw close to, uh, to the Lord, the more you find out exactly what sin is, and the more you find out just what the repercussions of sin is, and how bad it's hurt you and, and family. And I'm telling you, there's some things I didn't even know what it was sin until after I got saved. Oh, man. And so, so it's real easy. We start feeling condemned after you've been walking with the Lord for decades. If you allow your, if you allow yourself, you know, to 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 see the sin that 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 you know that Satan has accomplished in our life. But and, and it's real easy to start to get into works. It's real easy to say, God, I'll do better. Well, that's works. We are saved by grace through faith. That works in every single thing that we receive from God. We can't receive healing because we do all the right things. We can't receive healing because we reach the certain level of righteousness. We can't receive healing because we we have this abundance of faith. And we need faith, but remember, faith is strength. Faith is enduring. By grace, you have been saved through faith and not of yourself. Sometimes we forget that. And there's been people, faithful people, ministers, pastors, teachers, that have forgotten that and just moved on. Because they were no longer receiving the grace. They, they allow the heart condemnation. They, allow, they look back in their 50 years and 60 years. And Satan is going to tell you that. When you're sick, doesn't he tell you that? If you're sick and diseased, that God is punishing you for sin. That you should have, you know, that you, you know, you reap what you sow. God is not mocked. You reap so. And that's a true scripture. But we forget that, you know, that scripture has been told to people that don't give a flip about God. They don't give a flip about the word of God. You all would, but we have grace. We have crop failure, as some people say. That that Jesus gives us mercy when we don't deserve it. So He's willing to heal us, not be based on our own righteousness or not even based on our own faithfulness, but based on Him. We want to be faithful. We want to have faith in faith, but it's got to be Him. Grace must come first, and so we got to believe that God is willing to give us the grace so that He so that we can receive it. But some people, but we can forget that. We can forget that and go to works real quick. Going into God, I've, I've done well today. Have I, have I lived enough righteous life to receive healing? Well, we're not walking in grace if we're trying to demand that. And God is merciful for us and, for, you know, and, and ready to help us. But everything we receive, including healing, my brothers, is by grace through faith and not of ourselves. So, my dear brother, um, dot com, my dear sister, dot com. Be made well.